Alright everybody, welcome to episode 30 of NPC Talk. My name is Inkernaut, and today is December 7th, 2015. And today, I am here with my good friends Alex and Parker from before. Hi Alex. Hi, Hi Parker. Hello. Hello. No, it's being recorded, Alex, by video, so you have to say stuff. <laughs> we are uh, we are having a uh, video conference, but you guys only get the audio for this, and so Alex waves like a doofus. <laughs> we all wanted to know that he is there, and Parker is showing some love to the audience. Hello, Parker. <laughs> um, so on NPC Talk News, I beat Undertale, and that was fun. Oh, good. Yeah. And um, I am now playing Titan Souls, although that is not on my <laughs> GameCube. It was uh... Metroid. Yet? Oh no, Metroid Prime! That was supposed to be after Bravely Default. You lying <laughs> the, uh, These other games are so short, though. Okay, I need to hook up my freaking GameCube. You've had my guide for that game for like six months. Uh, guide does help it a little it's bit. It's definitely especially. been a solid year now. <laughs> Fine, play the damn game already. <laughs> um, so today is December 7th, and by the time this gets uploaded, it'll be uh, probably like December 15th-ish, and I thought I'd kick off the uh, the holiday season with some game recommendations for this year's Christmas. You know, if you... I don't or know. Hanukkah. It's a second Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Happy Hanukkah's Hanukkah. already started, so you better it's have got <laughs> gifts already. Yeah, so if you have any, you know, relatives, um, like grandkids, nephews, or friends even, and you don't know what to get them for video games, um, and you know that they're, like, big into it, uh, we hope that this episode is a kind of, you know, like a good starter point to to know what's popular or what we think are good buys for uh, the holiday season. And so, just to start us off, the the main systems right now are um, are Xbox One, the Wii U, uh, PlayStation Four, and then on mobile or like handheld, you got the 3DS for Nintendo, uh, the PlayStation Vita, and then yeah, there's like iOS and Android kind of stuff, but. Uh, it's hard to recommend those kind of things unless, like, they're really big into, like, Clash of clan- Clans or something. Um, and then you have PC, of course. And so, for me, I prepared this episode eh, kind of by, like, age range and, like, popularity. Um, so, uh, let's just kick it off. Uh, I think, and I'm just going to start with Nintendo, because Nintendo is, like, super well known for kind of, like, the family games and, like, the the younger generation. Uh, I'm gonna kick it off with the Wii U. Uh, if you're, if your person who you're trying to buy a gift for, if they do not have Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U, and they have a Wii U, uh, definitely get them Super Smash Bros. I, I'd be surprised if they don't have it already, though. No, yeah, that was a prerequisite of owning a Wii U is that you immediately bought Super Smash when it came out. <laughs> Well, one of the big things that Nintendo's doing for it is they have that really nice bundle with uh, the Wii U that comes with Smash Brothers and Splatoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Uh, it's priced at 300 for the full setup. Ooh. Wow, console and two games for 300 Yeah, that's and that's the MSRP, but you've... I mean, I've seen Black Friday deals for 250 on that, but Ooh. it's not Black Friday now, but I'm sure you can still find it for Markdown. Yeah, yeah. 
I was about to recommend Splatoon next. Um, it, I've heard nothing but good things about that game. As Chris sounds like an old person, Splatoon. Splatoon. Right. What, what is it? Splatoon. <laughs> Splatoon. Right, these newfangled games these kids are playing. Splatoon. Kids and their Pokemans. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Is but, it uh, Splatoon, right? <laughs> yeah, and I agree. I've only heard good things about it, and the people who've played it, they just say it's it's actually really cool, and that nintendo made the most nintendo shooter that they could yeah (laughs) yeah it's like it's like people i don't know how to describe it it's like a multiplayer based shooter but you don't like kill people you just like shoot little like paint things the objective is to put more paint of your color on the stage than your opponent puts and you can paint over your opponent's paint it it's a hard concept to explain, but when you see like videos, you totally understand it. It's it's the type of game where the guns you're just constantly holding down fire because they're mm-hmm. constantly throwing out paint, and you just paint everything. Your objective isn't to kill other people; it's just to paint walls. But shooting other squid or kids, whatever they are, uh, can kill them and send them back to their respawn. So that's where the PvP comes in, because mm. you can tactile. You can either choose a, a paint gun that's good at spreading paint or that's good at stopping other squidlings. Hmm. And and it's supposed to control really cool. I wish I could say I've tried it, but I haven't. But it yeah. looks really neat. Yeah, well, you yeah. should get yourself a next-gen console already. You've yeah. all the great deals. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I'll think about it. Um... And my personal recommendation for the Wii U, uh, no, I recommend Smash first, but this one's really close second, is Super Mario Maker. Um, I am a huge Mario Maker fan. I have not played it, but I've watched a ton of YouTube videos on it already. It's super creative, and you can just do, you can do anything with it. It's really neat looking. Every other video I, I, I see. It was, it was kind of like a sleeper hit, too. Yeah. All the like release material leading up to it, you would hear about it in the news, and you're like, oh, that doesn't sound very cool, but you see what people are capable of in it, and it's, it's, it's legit, yeah. yeah. Every other video I see is like, okay, no, this is now the hardest Mario stage you've <laughs> ever seen. And then someone releases something with, like, the floor is all lava, and there's nothing but cool far as the eye can see and yet somehow people have a way to accomplish the the map it's just it's unreal yeah yeah um yeah so for those who don't know what mario maker is it's exactly what it sounds like it's a level designer for mario games and so you can like build the different like sprites and backgrounds based on different mario games so like all the way from the first mario to like um the new super mario bros they have all these different like looking sprites and I, I don't think you can mix and match it's like you you can pick the world and then kind of start working from there i think you can change it on the fly there's oh, really there's the different styles there's original mario bros there's uh super mario world yep, there's yep, yep. new super mario brothers and there's i think one or two more and each one of those has their version of like the bullet bill or the uh, piranha plant and i think after you build a stage you can just change the sprites 
Oh. Hmm. So, and I can't remember, but I thought that each one has its own separate play style, but I, that might be wrong. Don't quote me. But, it, I mean, it's cool. You, whatever you want to do, you can. And Alex said that he saw all the hardest levels ever, but you can go on and they set up, like, daily recommended courses. And they're all, like, well, well-made well courses that people put time into. They didn't just make it try and make it the hardest thing ever or have it be play music for you, which there's a lot of those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's a lot of legit levels. Yeah, yeah. They, I think Nintendo did a great job of... Um, of using the internet in a very Nintendo way, and it's kind of uh, just bringing their the Mario community together, and um, and then yeah, so you can like build your level, and then you can put it online, and then people can play it, can vote on like you know is it fun, is it really hard, and then you can just play the top voted levels or try some random ones out, and then uh, vote on them yourself, and it's just like this really cool community of like. Hey, you know, I just want to try something new, but with the same Mario formula, and uh, and yeah, it's just like a really, really cool experience. It's part of the Meverse. They're making the huge Meverse thing, all interconnected games like that. Yeah, <laughs> the future. Um, those were my main recommendations for the Wii U. Did you guys have anything? That's those are the big ones. I mean, Star Fox was supposed to be out this year, and that would have been big. But it got delayed. Yeah. Um, two, uh, two that I want to talk about is just actually announced today. Uh, Minecraft is coming to the Wii U in Ooh. like like five or ten days, which I mean is great. It's might be a little late, but it definitely will be a new experience on the Wii U with the that gamepad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gamepad and the TV. It can just do all your crafting and menu on the bottom screen and the top screen be all the actual in-game stuff minecraft always sells so that's something something to look forward to yeah Ooh, I and didn't that's know that. good and another one that everyone should get is xenoblade chronicles x yes that game is super pretty it's huge it's it's unlike any other game in on the system so if, if you guys haven't seen videos of it, check it out. The open world is open, huge world. Ooh, almost geez. seamless MMO-style huge world that you can go from area to area. And it's got a just sort of turn-based battle system, but at the same time, it's uh, action movement. And you also get into mechs at some point and can fly around this giant stage. So, very cool thing as well. And it hopefully will sell some systems because it's it's something that we should support. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, f- if any of the if any of you casuals out there listening, Xenoblade Chronicles is a single player RPG, so role playing game, and uh, you can compare it to maybe Final Fantasy if you ever heard of it. Um. What are some big RPGs out there? They're just the ones where you, you know, fight monsters and level up. Um, but, you know, now it's 2015, so you got some pretty sweet mechanics and giant worlds. So pushing It's pushing the underpowered but still very nice hardware to its limit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The uh, download, you can get a download pack to uh, flesh out all the details. 
that's separate from the game and it's 15 gigs. What? 15? Jeez. Yeah, so just think about that. You buy the game and if you download this extra pack to make it even prettier for 15 gigs worth. A texture pack? Mm-hmm. Oh my like, goodness. I, I, I'm not sure if it's official texture. I think it's more to seamlessly load everything and make everything run better. Mm. But that's a huge data packet. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Um. All right. Yeah. So those were those are some Wii U games to look out for. Um, I think for our next section, I'm gonna combine Xbox One, PlayStation Four, and PC, just because a lot of them kind of intertwine with each other. Um, but there are a lot that are by themselves that are out right are now. Are there really? Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, let's let's focus on Xbox One because we got our resident expert here, and I'm really <laughs> excited to hear uh, what's coming up on the lineup. Uh, uh, well, there's a lot of stuff coming up for next year after the New Year, but as of right now, um, there were a lot of great sales on bundles around Black Friday that I'm sure will be extended into Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that included the uh, the Halo Five bundle pack with the Xbox One. Nice. And that was going for 400 so it's not a huge sale. It's only, you know, 15 20 bucks saved on the game. Um, but the one that I am a huge fan of, and again, since this is sort of for more, maybe for more casual people, but Xbox One has an elite bundle that they're selling for mm-hmm. $500, which is the console, but more importantly, is their new fully customizable uh, and mappable controller that they released. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. That has the extra bumper paddles and all that. Um, my friend Evan, who was on the Destiny one, he's he he only plays with one hand. He only has one hand. So a controller like this for those who might be physically unable to pull the left trigger um, or who really want to be able to customize where their controls map to um, is amazing. And that controller by itself markets for 150 bucks. Yeah. So... The two of those together for 500 while you don't get a game is still a great saving right there. Mm. Um, it's about to ask if they still had it marked up that high, but yeah, it's a super intense controller. So yeah, it is, and I I I, I can highly consider getting one in the future when when the price drops, um, just because that level of customization, while I may not get the maximum benefit, is quite appealing on a few different levels. Yeah. Um, and then some games are like uh, the new Tomb Raider game is already starting to drop in price, which is one I'm personally really excited about. Nice, nice. Um, so I'm sure once Christmas rolls around, that price will drop as well. Um, and then That's there's still an Xbox One exclusive, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, which I know made a lot of PlayStation people very, very angry. Well, it, <laughs> it will become a everyone game at some point, but for now it's Xbox. So that is a good. Uh, Christmas game to buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. talk about it. Um, and I know there's still, the last one I know about, there are still Destiny packages out there. Mm. Uh, Destiny has recently marked down the price on the previous two games plus the newest expansion. Um, I believe that totals now for 80 or or $100 for two games plus three expansions. Oh, um, nice, nice. Which is still very, very good. Um, of course, Destiny is a massively huge, expansive game, so that could keep you uh, or your loved one who you're purchasing it for busy <laughs> for quite some time. Yeah, uh, Destiny. So Destiny is a 
is a shooter, but like a an online adventure. It's a, it's an MMORPG, but a shooter. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it is monthly subscription. No, there's no subscription fee for um for Destiny. The only oh, subscription really? you have to pay is obviously for Xbox One or for uh the PS4 online, whatever their equivalent is. PlayStation Network or PS4? PlayStation. Yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, so there's no there's no subscription fee for it. Um, the only downside is it is a game that is better played with friends. Mm. Um, so if you're buying it for someone, maybe figure out if they have other friends who are playing. And they've been wanting buy to buy it for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, or buy it for yourself. <laughs> um, yeah. So all all these games, probably for the next uh, for Xbox, PlayStation, and PC, probably more geared towards the teenager, uh, you know, college ish kind of age range. Um, oh, sorry, I forgot about that transition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally missed it too. Um, so I mean, you know. If you if your kid like really wants it and you're aware of kind of the you know the usual teen ratings and stuff, then by all means go for it. But this one's definitely more geared towards the you know slightly older audience. It's um, geared towards, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, I I played I played these games when I was a little younger than. Yeah, um, I mean, what Halo <laughs> One came out when we were. 13, 14 years old. That game was probably far too graphic for us at that age, but didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> We're going to make great parents. Yeah. Uh, so, in this, continuing on, not ex- exclusives like uh, Halo, but for the whole system, there's a couple games that I'm thinking of. I, Chris, you might be thinking it is too, but Fallout oh, did yeah. just come out, and that is that's big, that's fun, it's huge. There's so much going on. You can find new stuff. People are still finding stuff, so very expansive lot going on in that game. Uh, Fallout Four. Right. Yeah. You can get Fallout One or Two if you want, but <laughs> people are still playing those games. <laughs> uh, I, don't um, <laughs> I don't know about that one, Alex. Fallout. Fallout. Fallout 4 is fairly independent from the rest of the series. So uh, if you're worried about like, oh, should they play the first three? Uh, totally unnecessary. Just uh, dive into 4 and have a good time. Yeah, don't get caught up on it like our local podcast host. <laughs> I'm going to play 3, man. I I have it. <laughs> is that before or after you play Metroid? I still haven't been able to <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I swear to God, if you play another game before Metroid, you're going down. <laughs> um so you have fallout 4 uh another one is star wars battlefront mm, i've heard uh mixed reviews about it actually it's it's great for what it came with but it didn't come with a lot it has a lot of dlc incoming mm, but it's a very 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 pretty game so if you like Battlefront and Star Wars, it's just going to be a fun experience just because of that. But you really can only play as uh, the Rebels or Imperials. Oh, so, what, what kind of game is it? Uh, Battlefront? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's an MMORPG, isn't it? 
Oh, did we, neither of you played a Battlefront game? No, I see the commercials all the time. It looks oh. beautiful. I love Star Wars, but I've never played one. Let's see. A best way to describe this. It it is a first person shooter. It behaves very similar to Call of Duty, Duty series or uh, I forget it. It's a it's a Battlefront game. You guys know Battlefront three, Battlefront four. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It uses that those same types of shooting mechanics, except it's big team versus big team. Okay. So I don't know the amount that spawn in at the same time, but there's lots of bots in this game that go on at the same time. Mm. So if you play a single player game, it'll be like you and maybe like 20 bots versus another t- versus 20 different bots of the opposing side. Mm-hmm. And each kill that each side gets changes the balance of who's winning. Oh. So there's a bar at the top of the screen that goes like who's getting more kills or who's doing more objectives. And it's just, there's a lot going on in it. Okay. So it's like a mostly multiplayer kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neat even, even online, if you play with, a ton of people there will still be bots in the game awesome awesome so it's just has a lot going on a lot of uh, different players and characters running around that's become a new model recently i mean maybe battlefront's been doing it for a while i don't know but that whole idea of online pvp that's not just players but also npcs to allow for secondary objectives so that people who aren't as good don't feel like they're being constantly berated and beat down by the players who are amazing so that's definitely yeah, that's, a, a fun game type. something that happens in this game. You're able to just take out tons of bots, and then you get to run into the human players better than you, and then you go down. Yeah, I, I, I keep seeing videos. Somebody the other day posted a video of them pushing off uh, a stormtrooper off a cliff into a TIE fighter, and the TIE fighter exploded. Like it, just, <laughs> it, it, looks, it looks like a lot of fun. I've just never played one. <laughs> Yeah, we played a lot of Battlefront 2, which came out years and years ago. This 3 has been in works for a long time. Oh. If John wasn't busy playing Fallout 4, I bet we could get him to come over and play. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) If he ever comes up for air. (laughs) (laughs) He's too busy saving lives and killing mutants instead. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's his time. Um, so we also have, uh, I heard really good things about The Witcher 3. Yes. Um, I do not know very much about the game, except that I heard it's amazing. It plays, it's, it's similar to kind of like a Bioware style game. It's like a mix of a Bioware game and a Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. Okay. run around as... Oh, one character doing more more Skyrim style fighting, mm-hmm. Elder Elder Scrolls style, but it has a huge story like a uh, Bioware game. Okay, so it's like and, a like a single player expansive world. Yes, like third person view type of type of play. Yes, I've heard really good things about The Witcher Three as well, and I'm just waiting for a nice little sale and some free time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my friend Evan's been playing that game, and he's put in well over probably 150 hours into Ooh. it, and all of its expansions as well. Dang! Um, yeah, he's he he gets that itch to play games like that, and when he does, he scratches it pretty damn hard. So um, <laughs> he's been he's been enjoying that one quite a bit. Yeah, 
Nice. It's just one of those games that has tons of content, and you can keep playing it and find something new every time. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, I know um, I'm recording a, a top three with with Tim from before, uh, different Tim Cathers, and he uh, he said that uh, Witcher 3, I, that's probably spoilers for his top three, but he told me so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he, he uh, really recommends Witcher 3. So I have to pass on the the Witcher three torch and say uh, check it out. It's he, it's his top three, so you know has to be really really good. Yeah, well, I mean, it looks it's another very pretty game, and it supposedly has pretty cool combat and gameplay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The bit of it I witnessed, you're right, is very very Skyrimy, but um, but still very appealing. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so moving on to, uh, PlayStation, are there any PlayStation exclusive games that you guys are, um, you guys know about? Uncharted? Isn't the newest one, uh, due pretty soon? Or out already? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not a PlayStation 4, uh, aficionado. Hmm. I believe Uncharted 4 is... Uh, oh, it's due uh, March 18th of 2016, so that's still a ways off. Um, PlayStation exclusives, I don't know of that many. I've, I only keep track of PlayStation in regards to how badly they screwed over Destiny players on Xbox. <laughs> well, I'm not they, you know, have original, they have a bunch of, uh, bunch of good stuff on it. But I know uh, their, their uh, online uh, store will feature a lot of sales on, uh, on older content games. Hmm. And that goes double for uh, for the Xbox Store as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, how about on PlayStation Metal Gear? Yeah, Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, the Phantom Pain. Uh, that's probably the best. I don't want to say best, but that's probably one of their bigger exclusive games. Um, if you want to get something just for the PlayStation oh, Four, wait. I don't think it's exclusive. Oh, is it not? <laughs> really? No, it's not. Awkward. Oh. We didn't talk about it yet. Okay, Metal Gear Solid Five. I heard really good things about this game as well. I thought it was exclusive, but uh, I'm really bad about <laughs> whether games are exclusive or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. It's not that one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Got really good reviews. I played the first four. Uh, I don't know too much about the fifth. Do you guys know much or the, about the fifth? I know I know a little bit, but I don't really. I'm not huge on the Metal Gear lore, so I can't say really what's going on. But it plays different than the others that are. It still does that mission based, but it's kind of open world, and on the world map you can see different missions. Mm. And you go complete them, just like any other open world uh, roaming game. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of like how, like in the Assassin's Creed games, you would open the map and you would see this point that you should go to, and a mission would start. It's kind of like that, but I also think you can run into missions that aren't on the map. Right, right. Just while playing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, Metal Gear Solid's. Uh, it's known for a uh really uh really deep story and for its gameplay being uh out of the box like out of the box isn't like very creative 
and uh, not standard. Um, and it's also known for being kind of like a sneaky, you know, you go behind people and then like kill them in different ways. Um, so I'm sure Metal Gear Solid Five follows the <clears throat> the formula for those uh, pretty closely. And do you, for Metal Gear Solid Five, I would probably recommend uh, playing the first four because it's so story based. But it's I don't know if it's entirely necessary for five because I know it's kind of a little more standalone than the first four were built together. Chris, I've played the first four, and I don't even know what's going on. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. oh it's That's so how good the storytelling is. <laughs> it's so... Okay. <laughs> Admittedly, it's really convoluted, but it, it's really good. <laughs> just just thoroughly ignore the story and just play the game. It's clearly the message that we're giving our, our audience here. What's going on in the game? I have no idea. It doesn't matter because killing people is so much fun. Well, you know, sometimes when the gameplay is is too good, you don't even have to worry about it. And, <laughs> Alex, you don't even have to kill anyone in it. You can right, do the yeah. you can do the whole game non-lethal. Yeah, yeah, it's super creative. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I felt the same way about Destiny and even parts of Halo for Halo 5 for a little while. I was so distracted by how pretty it was, I had no idea what was going on in the story for a little while. <laughs> well, wasn't, isn't the story of Halo 5 not perfect? That's, that, that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> that not perfect is a good way to say that, Parker. <laughs> we can still recommend it because of the multiplayer, and it is really good. Mm. Yes, but not if you want to play with your friends on the same console, because that's not allowed anymore. Wow, really? Seasons. Yeah, so, you know, now you have to buy the game for all your friends. Yeah, Parker. <laughs> you can't just buy one for two and share. No, that was a... I, I realize we've, we've diverted away from PlayStation, but yes, that was kind of a dick move. And I'm sure when we have a Halo episode, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so unfortunately for PlayStation... Uh, most of their really, really big releases are either coming up next year, five years from now, <laughs> ten years from now. So, and I, I'm talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake and Kingdom Hearts Three. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Now that, <laughs> no, no, her favorite is eight. Um, oh no, no no! I was talking about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh yeah, that is that is one of Kristen's favorites. Um. No, uh, Final Fantasy VII is going to be weird. They just said that they're going to make it episodic. What? What is that? Uh, There are no words. (laughs) Huh. Interesting. I just saw the trailer. It looked awesome with the, like, it had a more action-y, like, kind of Kingdom Hearts um, play style to it. I didn't know there was a trailer for it. Yeah, it came out yesterday. It it, the battle really kind of looks like Kingdom Hearts. Like, instead of like a turn base, it looked like Cloud was running around with the sword, like, owning people. Are you sure it didn't just look like Advent Children? <laughs> uh, no, there was like a menu system. <laughs> but okay. Advent Children's really cool, too. <laughs> um, yeah, so unfortunately for PlayStation 4, there aren't too many exclusive games, but you still got Fallout 4, Witcher 3, um, Destiny, Metal Gear, so a lot of really good games to yeah, to still purchase for. Just, you know, nothing exclusive. But and I mean PlayStation has a pretty powerful processor as yeah. well. Yeah. I I think it beats out Xbox sometimes in 
like how games look. Yep. Depending on which game it is between the exclusives. However, that all pales in comparison to PCs, but you know. <laughs> can we say? PC Master Race, yeah. <laughs> yes, you and your PC so, supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, since we talked about Minecraft on the Wii U, which it's finally getting, I mean, you can get this on both Xbox and PlayStation, and then it's been on there for a while. So, another thing that is perfect for anyone. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, so moving on to PC. Uh, they have pretty much everything except, uh, dude, I'm so bad with Metal Gear. Is Metal Gear on PC? No. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, so you don't have, like, Metal Gear, you don't have Destiny yet. None of the recent Halo games, unfortunately. Yeah. Which is weird, because... Yeah, I know. But whatever. (laughs) We'll ignore that fact, too. Um, (laughs) yeah, so for PC, I highly recommend, uh, if... If the person you're buying gift for is really into, say, like, uh, League of Legends or, like, Final Fantasy XIV, Guild Wars 2, like, any of those really multiplayer kind of games, there's usually some sort of in-game purchasing system where you can, like, buy, like, really cool items or, like, really neat skins. And you can buy, like, a gift card for those kind of games. And so... It may seem, like, really simple, but if you know that uh, they're really into those games, like, they'll really appreciate it because um, it's really cool to have those kind of premium items. And, uh, yeah, it's just simply, like, a gift card. And it um, usually, at least for me, when I was into League of Legends, I was really into League of Legends. So, <laughs> like, like, a League of Legends gift card would have been sweet. Especially as uh, as the holidays roll around, a lot of those games release exclusive skins only yeah. for the holiday season. Um, sometimes new, sometimes old, but they're only available for a limited time to purchase. Um, so giving people those gift cards and giving them an excuse to do it is definitely uh, definitely a worthwhile idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a Steam gift card is always good, too. Oh. They'll steal all of your money. <laughs> you give someone 20 bucks on a Steam gift card, I can wait. I will wait till next summer. And I'll be like, hey, thanks, you bought me 30 games. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So the, the, the moral of the story here is get them a Steam gift card so they won't buy anything now, but they will next summer when the official Steam sale goes online. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's the plan. Uh, I will say that... But you still uh, got up something. In... Yes. Um, oh, sorry, you... I thought you were finishing. I was interrupting. You totally lagged out a little uh, bit. Oh, I did, Sorry. <laughs> Um, but I would say Blizzard, uh, unfortunately, by the time this airs, this current sale will be, will be over, but Blizzard is currently having a 50% off sale for, um, both Wings of Liberty and Heart of the Swarm. Those are the, uh, the first two out of three games in the StarCraft II, uh, trilogy. Yep, yep. Or the trilogy of StarCraft II, I guess. Um... That'll be over tomorrow on December 8th, but um, with the release of Legacy of the Void, which I've started playing, which is fantastic. Oh, you um, have it? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it. It's been a lot of fun so far. Um, Zeratul is the hero champion, much like Kerrigan was uh, for Heart of the Swarm, and his abilities and 
The gameplay is great. They've sort of shifted away from micro-focus over to a more general macro, so you don't need to have that insane ability to control every single unit you have to actually be good at it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but for anyone who's a fan of the game uh, and has been waiting to get into StarCraft II, uh, my bet is they do another sale that reduces the cost of the first two um, with the purchase of uh, Legacy of the Void coming up. And that Legacy of the Void is only $40 uh, to begin with. Yeah. So. Yep. And if you are interested in... Um... StarCraft 2, like, competitive or playing multiplayer, more so than the campaign, then you can just go straight to Legacy of the Void, and they give you most of the... I think they give you all the multiplayer options just by having that expansion. Um, I love the campaigns for the first two. I haven't played the third one yet. Um, So, if they have the first two, probably they'll love the third campaign as well, so... Yeah, I play strictly for the campaigns, and I have to say it's they're they're so much fun. I love they're them. really fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there, there's a great blend of standard RTS missions by starting with a base, and there are others that are um, control your hero unit and a couple of other smaller units to complete some smaller objectives mm. uh, within a mission. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is so sweet. Um, let's see. And because I have a Mac, I'll like play a Blizzard game, so you guys don't have to do the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, besides that, uh, hard to say. I was going to recommend like those like monthly subscriptions for like maybe Final Fantasy fourteen or World of Warcraft. Um, I don't know. Did you, Alex, when you played World of Warcraft, did you were those monthly subscriptions helpful or like you know? I never got a lot of gift cards specifically for um, for World of Warcraft while I was playing. Um, I know Blizzard will often have sales on buying advanced game time, hmm. um, but oh. now that you can buy game time with in-game gold, um, and gold farming is still as easy or easier than it used to be, <laughs> um, I imagine a lot of people aren't necessarily paying to play that game anymore. Interesting. Interesting. So that may not be the best use of your of your holiday spending. At least <laughs> at, at least in my opinion. Okay. No, that's uh super helpful. I had no idea about that. So Yeah, I don't I don't know what the the ratio is of gold to uh to game time, but it's enough where Blizzard has seen a Significant drop in revenue. <laughs> in game time played, but drop in revenue. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Um, okay, so let's move on to the mobile world. So uh, we have the Nintendo 3DS, which I know Parker and I are big fans of, and the PlayStation I- Vita. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Alex had one for a little bit too. Uh, Alex is not a handheld player, though. Yeah. Not anymore. It's okay. I, it's okay. I was when I was younger. Not anymore. <laughs> Long car rides. That was when you used to play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How you drive those car rides. Yeah, it's awful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. The best games out on the 3DS are, if the person you are buying for doesn't have Pokemon, go ahead and buy it. Yep. The Pokemon games on it right now are are great. The main games. I'm not talking about Mystery Dungeon, which if you're into Mystery Dungeon, that's great. 
if not, it's not for everyone, and don't worry about it. I heard the 3DS one's actually really good. Oh, well, I don't know. I yeah, haven't I... heard anything about it. I just assumed it was another mystery dungeon, so... I think it is, but since it's for, like, the 3DS, they, like, souped it up a little bit. Mm. Okay, maybe then I'll, I'll read up about it, and Chris gives you his recommendation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't... This uh... one. I haven't played it myself, but I heard if you are a Mystery Dungeon fan, you will love the Super Mystery Dungeon. So, uh, yep, by all means, go for it. So, definitely get a Pokemon game. Yep. Um, uh, something to note is this is Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate's first Christmas. Again, not a game for everyone, but it is pretty popular in Japan. And it is growing in popularity here. Yeah. And it, it is the first Christmas holiday season for it. So go ahead and go out and buy it so we can get Cross. <laughs> uh, yes, Cross is the next release, right? Yeah, just released in Japan, but there's no plans to localize it. Yeah, unless uh, unless it's popular enough, hint, hint. Well, it is it is selling pretty well over here. Not as well as it does in Japan, but... Much better than it has before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know... So, Monster Hunter 4 was released here in February. Yes. So, in the beginning of this year. So, it's it's been out for a little bit. Um, so, if they don't already have it, then uh, by all means, uh, get it. But you might want to ask if they have it or not, because it's... It's been around for a little bit, and if they have a 3DS, they've definitely heard of it. Um, but it's super fun, uh, really difficult, and very. Uh, it requires a lot of dedication to monster slaying, but it's a very creative mechanic. So uh, I think our, our little group of friends, we, we play it together a lot, so uh, hard not to recommend. Uh, I know uh, the new... Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Fates came out. Is, is it out already? No, it comes out in February. Oh, no! I thought it'd be out for Christmas. No, no sale for you. Oh. Um, some good games. There hasn't been a lot of major releases around this time, but Nintendo's been pushing all of their big games from the year Yeah. for this time. So, Monster Hunter, uh, I think Smash came out last year but it's still being pushed mm. and it's great it's the same as the wii u version it just handheld yeah yeah really impressive ray and um majora's mask and uh triforce heroes on the legend of zelda side yep yep uh triforce heroes is a multiplayer most no it is all, all? it's it is it's made to be multiplayer you can do it single player it's just not not as much fun. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, those. I mean, that's a lot of the big games that I'm looking forward to are coming out next year. Yeah. Uh, January has Fire, uh, not Fire, Fire Emblem in February. Final Fantasy Explorers in January. What is that? That is Final Fantasy's version of Monster Hunter. Oh, no way! Yeah, it's going to be a cross. It looks to be a cross between Monster Hunter and any of the Fire Final Fantasy MMOs, the way it plays. 
Oh, that is so exciting. Yeah, it comes out to the end of So it should be pretty neat. And Bravely Second in set for June 1st, but that might be a tentative date that will be changed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, are yeah, you... I don't... Uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I don't think the, the holiday season anymore is so much a uh, desired release date for new games just because people are buying so many other things during the holidays. I think uh, they usually use it to sort of make up for sales on older uh, on older games or bundle mm. new things together. It's, it, well, it's unfortunate. I've, but... definitely, I've definitely seen that. There's a lot of console sales. Yeah. Did you hear that, guys? We need more gamers so we can get better sales during Christmas. No, we need more gamers to stop pre-ordering. So <laughs> companies don't release crappy half-completed games that they'll patch up later <laughs> and call it a success. The That's salt is real. Stop pre-ordering for the love of God. <laughs> salt is so let's make, real. Let's make a PSA. Stop pre-ordering. I won't listen to you, Alex. <laughs> I will start that PSA, I swear. <laughs> that is a whole other episode of... Uh, of NPC talk. Why, why should we? Pre, why should we not pre-order? <laughs> because it is how companies establish how much money they're going to make off the game, so that once they already know that, they can go, "Oh, we have all these problems with the game, but we promised a release date. Let's release it." And like Batman, it won't even be playable on the PC, but we'll release right. it, and people will be totally all right with it. Um, they won't. Very paid much. money to get it. Why should they work extra hard on it? It's so stupid. Um, I'm not there. <laughs> uh, I know in the towards the end of January, um, <clears throat> according to the internet, uh, January 22nd is Mario and Luigi Paper Jam, which is supposed to be a crossover between the Mario and Luigi series, where they, where it's like the RPG, but like really silly and kind of more. Uh, Super Nintendo graphics, and then it crosses over with Paper Mario, and uh, they like they like work together in some RPG world of awesomeness. I don't know too much about it, but it looked really really cool from the trailers at E3. It plays just like a Mario and Luigi game, except Paper Mario is in it, and all of his paper shenanigans are in it. Sweet. <laughs> Sorry, that was just funny the way it <laughs> Yeah, right. He does have like paper shenanigans for sure. Uh I don't know too many of the games coming out, but as the Vita is is pretty much constantly on sale right now. Hmm. And it, it is not a bad system. Kristen did just get it and there's a lot of really cool RPGs on it. It's a super huge RPG machine. And it's got a pretty screen, and it's nice and light, and it feels pretty good. So if you're a PlayStation person, and you have a PlayStation 4, and you want to be able to connect with that, the Vita is is a pretty good value right now. The only issue is you have to buy the memory cards. Mm. Yeah, there's no internal storage on it? I think there's just very little. Ah, okay. So you, it's, it's highly recommended you get a storage. Hmm. Yeah, I know. So looking at the Vita's top games, uh, yeah, it looks like a lot of RPGs. They had like Persona 4, uh, Hyper Dimension Neptunia. I don't even know what that is. Guys. A, lot, a lot of Japanese RPGs. <laughs> yeah. 
Sword Art Online. It's a cool system just because of that. If you're into that, this system is perfect for you. That's what the PSP, uh, PlayStation Portable, the the generation before the Vita... That's what it was also known for was its RPG machine, and it was I I have one and it's super cool. So uh, if they're into handheld RPG uh, shenanigans, I would say go for it. I I am for sure gonna get a Vita eventually, actually. So uh, maybe after Metroid Prime. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe before, maybe before. I'd be I'd be interested to see what your and, and maybe Parker, since you said Kristen Gowan recently, how you would speak to um, how you like the feel and the hold of the system that doesn't have that you know that flip up aspect and the dual screen that the DS has. Um, I'd be I'd be interested to hear what the comparison is between those at one point if you when when you ever get one, Chris. Oh yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah they're very different systems so. Uh... Yeah, it'd be it'd be really cool to be able to compare the two. Um, and then last is mobile, and I kind of talked about it before. Uh, it's kind of hard to buy something from mobile, maybe like iTunes store credit or like Android store credit. Um, but besides that, I mean, like Clash of Clans is really popular. I have I have some friends who spent far too much money on that game. Yeah, my boss you plays that game. He loves it. I I spent ten dollars, which I played the game for mm, about a year, year and a half. So, um, it it's probably the game I spent the most money on. Uh, I had a friend who uh, kind of worked with them, so I felt more okay with it. But uh, yeah, ten dollars isn't much compared to some of my friends that have played. Yeah, you, you got out pretty cheap, all things considered, buddy. <laughs> Wait, sorry, Alex. What were you saying? Your boss? Uh... My, my, I, I caught my boss playing uh, Clash of Titans on uh, on an airline trip recently, and he was sitting there just like really pissed off that he had to wait a certain amount of time for certain things to build, and like it's like, <laughs> hey, you can speed it up if you pay this much money. And I was like, hmm, that might be a good Christmas gift for him. So, <laughs> there, the the game definitely appeals to a very wide range of of people. Um, and everyone, like any of those free-to-play games, is looking for an excuse to spend money on them. They just can't justify it. So why not justify it for them? <laughs> Gaming enabling at its finest. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, the I think that is a pretty pretty good comprehensive list of the games that are out right now or coming out in the next couple of weeks um unfortunately there isn't like a huge christmas lineup but um i'm sure that one of the titles we mentioned uh you know someone wants if they're a gamer so for sure just uh keep your eyes peeled um but do you guys uh, have any last words or any other games you wanted to add before we close out no, I don't think we, so. Went through pretty much everything, and we talked about it, everything a little bit. I I'm sure that's something huge we missed already. I know what to get them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Alex Parker, thank you so much for coming on to the show tonight. Oh, of course, always. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is episode thirty of NPC Talk. My name is Inkernot, here with Parker and Alex, and uh, for tonight, guys, we are out. Have a good night. Later.